Coming up, we've got highlights of the weekend. Gauchos sweep CSUN in three games. We have an interview with the social media team, Brandy Shin and Patrick Moline. We've got Coach Ferg, Bryce Willits, and I finished off with a recap and some facts and figures from the weekend. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Kyle's Kitchen and at Smart Office Interiors, local companies providing great food and providing great quality commercial furniture. Kyle's Kitchen and Smart Office Interiors, head on and head in and see Kyle at his locations downtown and in Goleta and hit up Smart Office Interiors, 805-965-8585. Kyle's Kitchen and Smart Office Interiors, proud supporters of the Gaucho 9 podcast. It's one of the most beautiful views of any campus in America, the Pacific Ocean crashing against the shores of UC Santa Barbara every morning, noon, and night. Here's the one strike pitching. Mitchell bounces to deep left. Cabrera is going to watch it fly. He's at the track. He's at the wall. He leaps at the wall, and this one is out of here. Christian Kirtley. Gauchos are going to Omaha. Can you believe it? John Newman wins it for the Gauchos. In the score is two. Here comes Mitchell. He's going to score. And the Gauchos are the 2019 champions of the Big West. It's high in the air to left center. Hit pretty well. On the move is Simons. He's not going to get it. And it's up over the left field wall for a ground rule double. And that ties the game. So Willits back in the lineup and comes through with a two-run double here in the third to tie things at two. Two and one. Traxel delivers, and Kirtley drives this to center. Hit well. Simon's going back. Still going back. He's at the track. He turns, and this one is way out of here. Up over the batter's eye. And Christian Kirtley cuts the lead in half on a two-run homer. It's 7-5. Two-on pitch. This pulled into left field. Coming in is Kirtley. He slides. And did he make the catch? Yes, he did. They throw back to second, and they double up Boning. How about that? Christian Kirtley hits the homer and comes up with a nice play in the outfield as he doubles up Boning on a sliding catch. And windy afternoon at CSUN. 3-1 pitch. And this is lined to right field. A left field hit well. Back is West, and it's up over the fence for a two-run homer. Bryce Willits goes Oppo Taco with the wind. And that makes it 8-7. Something fell off the roof of the press box. Fortunately, it didn't hit anybody. That was what that crash was. But Willits rounds the bases. Second home run of the day for the Gauchos. And they've drawn within one. One and two. Gonzalez choking up on the bat. And this one popped up. Behind home plates, will Newman have a play? Looks like he will. Tosses the mask and squeezes it for out number three. Gonzalez pops out, and finally, the Gauchos keep the Matadors off the board. A scoreless sixth after the two-run homer by Willits, and will go to the seventh. UCSB trailing CSUN 8-7. The rallies and, well, not rallies, but the homers in each of the last two innings. Both came with two outs. 
Here's the one strike or the one ball pitch, and this one's driven to left field. Back is West. He's going to turn and watch this one fly. Solo homer for Brock Mortensen ties it up here in the seventh. If it's 85, then it was probably a breaking ball. Okay. Here's the 0-1. Breaking ball hit the deep right. Soika is going to turn and watch this one fly. Bryce Willits with a four-hit game in his return to the lineup. It's a three-run homer here in the top of the eighth inning to give the Gauchos an 11-8 lead. A no-doubter off the bat into the wind. Touch them all, Bryce Willett's a two-homer game. He's got seven RBIs on the day. And UCSB with an exclamation point here in the eighth inning. What a day for Bryce Willits, a career afternoon. The tying run in the on-deck circle, C.J. Yogi. Egger from the stretch. Kicks and delivers, and a fastball is hit in the air right field. Mortensen over in right center, and he makes the catch, and UCSB, in a marathon offensive game, defeats CSUN here 13-10. Paulie will play at 4. Hawaii will play later on at 6.30. 1 1 pitch to Moody. Is a ground ball right to Johnson at first. He's going to go to second for one. Willow the turn to first, and that is in time. A 3 4 3 double play. Your garden variety double play right there. Nicely turned by Kyle Johnson at first to Willow cover in the bag. And they get it over to first base just in time. That's how the first inning ends. So both teams go scoreless. Here's the 0-1, and a fastball belts at the left towards the corner. West is going to turn and watch this one fly. Two-run homer for Jordan Sprinkle. Counts with a three spot here in the second inning. And for Sprink, that's got to feel pretty good. Got one down and in, turned the barrel on it. And goes deep for the third time. Vote with a big opportunity. Soderston from the wind up here delivers, and this is driven to right center. That's going to get down all the way to the wall. Willett scores. Here comes Kirtley. He's going to score. Johnson being waved around. He's going to put on the brakes. Two run double for Nick Vote, and the Gauchas lead five zip. Matadors playing up the middle, double play depth. Newman with a decent lead at first. Here's the 0-2. And this is pulled into left field, a base hit. In to score is Vote. Newman puts on the brakes. RBI single, Willow makes it 7-0. Mason Lee, 0 for 2 with a RBI ground out, a pop out, and a walk. Here's the payoff. There goes the runner. It swung on a miss. The throw down to second. Sprinkle covering is right on the money. And Newman throws out Boning. Strike him out, throw him out, double play. Gets the Gounces out of the eighth inning with the one-run lead. I was just trying to hold off this furious rally by the Matadors and punch back, give themselves some breathing room. Here's the 2-1. There goes Curley. It's hit and run. Lined. Fair. Inside the bag down the left field line. Curley heading for third. He's being waved around. He's going to come home and score. The body delivers a hit and run double the opposite way. 
And it's 9-7. He could not have placed it any better. Two outs, nobody on. Two and two, the pitch to Moody. And a slider is hit slowly to second. Willow charges, scoops it up, throws to first, and UCSB hangs on here and defeats CSUN. Nine to seven, the final. It wasn't easy, but they got it done, and they take the series from the Matadors. Here's the 1-0. Hit on the ground towards short. Sprinkles scoops it up, throws across, and Gallagher has a nice and tidy 1-2-3. First inning, gets a couple ground balls. And we play a scoreless first here on Sunday afternoon. We'll go to the second, nothing, nothing. On the border with Georgia. 2-0 pitch is hit to center field. Softly hit, falls for a base hit. Sprinkle around in third, heading home. Here comes the throw from Powell. It's cut off. And Blake Clausen delivers an RBI single here in the third. And the hit by pitch comes back to bite Wentz. It's 1-0 Gauchos. Three balls, two strikes, and here's the pitch, and it's chopped towards second. It takes a funky hop off the edge of the grass. Going to third is Powell. Here's the throw from Willow. The tag by Willits is in time. Oh, man, what a great play by Jason Willow. As he went into a dive on the edge of the outfield grass after it kind of skipped off of the lip. He had no play at first, but trying to go first to third was Powell. And Willow with a laser beam across the infield to third base. And Willits with the tag. And some great defense by the Gauchos gets them out of the fifth. Willow at first with good speed. And Braun delivers. And a breaking ball hit to center. Coming in is Powell. And we're going to see Newman tag from third. Here comes the throw. It's up the line. And John slides in safely. Sacrifice fly. Jordan Sprinkle. And the Gauchos reclaim the lead. It's 2-1. to one. Pitch was a ball, so it's 1-0 here to Clausen. He was robbed of the, the hit by the diving catch by Moody last time up. And he hits this one high and deep to right field. is going to turn and watch this one fly. A two-run homer for Blake Clausen makes it 4-1 UCSB. After a hitless game yesterday, Clausen with... Three RBIs and two hits as he rounds the bases. Powell choking up on the bat. Moves up in the box. Here's the 1-2. And a changeup is swung on and missed. Newman tags out Powell and Ryan Gallagher with seven gritty innings today as he strikes out Powell. Fourth strikeout of the game. Strands a runner at second base. He is through seven with a 4-1 lead as we go to the eighth. Bakersfield leading Davis 8-5 in the sixth. And UC San Diego still leading Irvine. As Clausen drives this to deep right center. This one is high, this one is far, and this one is out of here. Over the 360 mark, Blake Clausen with a two-homer game. He likes Lucas Braun because he's homered off him twice today. And the Gauchos lead at 5-1. Caparazzo with the first pitch of the inning to ground out. Pitzer walked. 
He's at first. Here is the 2 1 pitch. And a fastball is hit to second. Two hops for Oakley. Shovels to Sprinkle. The turn to first. 4 6 3. And UCSB comes to CSUN and sweeps the Matadors in three games. 7 1 the final this afternoon. I didn't mention it at the end of the eighth inning, but Ryan Gallagher, career high eight innings, an outstanding performance here this afternoon as the Gauchos complete the sweep. Seven runs, 10 hits, and one error for UCSB. One run, four hits, and one error for CSUN. Gallagher with the win goes to 3 0. The loss goes to Ryan Wentz. He falls to 2 and 3 on the season. You run the Twitter? He's interim. Interim. Interim Twitter master, mastermind. Okay, this it's Friday, and guys are getting set to take on Cal State Northridge here in Northridge, the Matadors. And we got here a little late. We were trailing it a little bit. Players are stretching already, and Brandy came up with this great idea for a social media interview. And so that's what we're going to do because social media, we've gotten a lot of positive feedback. There's been a lot of good stuff coming in about all of the content that has been put out on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok this year. It's probably the best that it's ever been for the Gauchos and we've increased our following. So we have Brandy Shin and we have Patrick Moline. Patrick is new. Brandy's been, when did you start? I with us? started in November, I believe, November. and then became super active in January. Um, so yeah, I just walked in. Um, talk to Dylan. And like, and we're like, let's do this. I'm yeah. interested. I want I'm a interested. camera in my hands, <laughs> and I want to take photos, and I want to be excited about the gauchos. Yeah, right? exactly, exactly. And that's that's how it started. What year are you in school? I am a third year. Third year. Yes. Patrick. I'm a first year. First year. And you are from Sweden. My dad is Swedish. Yeah. Dad is Swedish. Grew up most of my life there. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Stockholm. 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 Okay. Mm -hmm. And so you're the are you the videographer? Video is me. Video is you, and what got you interested in videography? Because you're you're like you're everywhere with the camera, yeah, everywhere. And the stuff you even put out is really cool, yeah, with the, with I the mean, zooms and stuff like that. It's it's a mix of storytelling, a passion for storytelling, and a love for consuming content myself. Um, and any opportunity that I get to, you know, I love seeing behind the scenes of teams growing up. Any opportunity I have to get to know these guys and get 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 their stories out there to other people who are fans or looking to be students or looking to be recruits here. I mean, it's just a great opportunity and I can't pass up on it. And Brandy, what got you interested in it? Why are you here? I mean, I I love social media. I'm constantly on it. My screen time is like eight plus <laughs> hours. Um, eight? Yes, eight. A day? Yes. Ooh. Average, average a week. I try and keep it below three. That's my goal. I mean, I am the social media coordinator. You are, so you I gotta be in front to, of a screen. I do, I do. But uh, beforehand, it's been like six, six, seven. <laughs> so what, what's, it's what's still like been some high. What's like some inspiration? Um, inspiration for what I do now. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I. Is it like, is it the team atmosphere? Is it the is it the game itself? Is it the process of taking a photo and putting it into production and, and finding a creative way to use it? Is it being, is it utilizing your energy? Um, you know what? I actually grew up watching baseball, but did not know that there were so many little details to baseball. <laughs> and um, I'm learning so much. Um, but I actually came in not 
to do photography or anything. I was here to like manage Instagram basically. I liked the stories aspect and like just Instagram in general. And then I kind of got put into this position where I was handling almost all the social media platforms. Which, and then, which is a lot. Yeah, it's a yeah, lot. in the beginning, yeah. Um, but I have a lot of help now. But I was managing the Twitter, the TikTok. We just started the TikTok this year. Um, it's your brainchild. Yeah, it, it, it <laughs> is. And we almost have a thousand followers, so go check us out. Heck yeah. UCSB underscore baseball on TikTok. Um, Instagram. And yeah, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Those are my main three. So how many... So we've got two here. How many total students are there working on social media like on a daily basis we have four including me so it's me patrick um lucas and josiah and josiah does the twitter live tweet live tweeting and then patrick does the videography i do the photography um lucas sometimes subs for Josiah for live tweeting when we don't got it got a shout out Lucas we started this and he's like what you're not talking to the managers first <laughs> so yeah he helps out with social what yeah. kind of what kind of collaboration do you two have because you guys are here for a reason and what kind of collaboration do you guys do together to put out stuff that's on the story the starting lineup stuff the videos like is it because you guys both have access to the accounts. Is there right. something where Patrick makes something and then you take it and add to it or vice versa? Or is it kind of you do one thing and he does another thing? I think it, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of a mix. Um, as I said before, I'm all on the video stuff. She's all on the on the photography. When it's things that need to go up quick, because um, I, I shoot on my camera, Brandy will take her phone, shoot some video on her phone. Uh, and the collaboration, I mean, is Again, going back to storytelling, if I, if I shoot a home run, I'll text her like, this home run's gonna be up in like five, 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, she's get, she'll get video of the dugout and the reactions. Once she knows that my home run's up, she'll post that right after. Yep. Um, and that's sort of the collaboration that we have going on. So, that's good. Constant communication is key during games. <laughs> yes, right, because you can't have, uh, right, you gotta have, uh, it's gotta be chronological. Right, yep. right. It's gotta be chronological. It's gotta tell a story. And yes. we gotta communicate with our Twitter guy who's live tweeting. I send him my photos over to him so I can post it on Twitter. What about um, clips of the game? Clips that, of the game. Like, like from the broadcast. Who clips those? Daniel. Daniel. Daniel, DMB. our SID. Gotta shout out Daniel. <laughs> yeah, team of, team of five. So that's actually. team of five. Team of five. I'm sorry, Daniel. Was, was, I did not mean about to. students. That's why you're okay, asking that's about true. students. That's true. Students specifically, yes. I mean, it, it is part of Daniel's job. It's in his job description to do that stuff. He's so. still on the team, though. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, team of five. It's growing. It's growing. And sometimes I write captions so I could be oh, team of six. Team of six. Team of six. There we go. Hawk counts, too. <laughs> and Justin Hakame, right? You know what? Team of seven. Team of seven. Got it. Gotcha <laughs> seven. Gotcha Any, seven. Is anybody else taking photographs, or is it just you, Brandy? Um, right now, it's just me. Um, it was previously Kevin Cannon. <laughs> a few times. I've yes. taken a few photos in my life, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so photos are all me. Um, I post them on our Instagram feed and our Twitter and our stories. Patrick, what kind of equipment are we working with? What do you, 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 you got in your hand? Yeah. We got a Sony a7 III. Uh, we've got a 16 to 35 millimeter on. I'll, I'll shoot pregame stuff with this. Wide angles, I can get team huddles in one shot. When the game's on, we're switching to a zoom lens. Um, a 
24 to 105 millimeter. Uh, we've got a telephoto lens in, uh, in an order, so we'll be able to reach outfield a little bit better, um, and that's coming soon. Oh, so there's there's some new equipment coming. There's new equipment to coming shoot, in. to shoot stuff in. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like I have a Brandy's been using the camera that I have. It's a Nikon D7000. I have a 300 millimeter lens. Mm -hmm. That's the equipment that you're using. Yes. <laughs> you, you gotta <laughs> no you gotta idea. practice with your lingo. But you yes. have your phone. iPhone 11. iPhone 11. <laughs> I mean, the camera on that is magnificent. Yeah. Possibly more powerful than my camera that I have, Sometimes. but it's just a different function. Right. Different function. But the power, like I can shoot everything that I have. Uh, everything on the infield with what I have, yeah. but getting stuff in the outfield is a real challenge. As so, a one-man job, standing behind home plate, it oh, is yeah. a challenge, or in the dugout even. Um, it'd be great to have you know some interns in the future who can take a right. spot in the outfield and, and get those guys going too. Yeah, absolutely. Have you guys had fun this year? Plenty. Yes. <laughs> Plenty. Yes. Getting to know the team, yeah. the staff, yeah. everyone behind. Everyone's what great. What goes on here? It's it's yeah. just a great experience. It's uh, a good vibe. What's the best road trip you've been on so far? I'm having a lot of fun this road trip. Um, you know, getting to room with the guys. I think it's a, it's a different, different vibe. Uh, What's your first weekend? First this weekend. This is my been, first weekend. You came trip. to a couple of the uh, midweek games. Yes. Um, this is my first weekend. Getting to see uh, Lucas Greenfield's hometown. He showed us the <laughs> Sloan's ice cream. Um, Shout out Sloan's ice cream. <laughs> okay. Um, and Brandy, do you have? Well. You were maybe a little bit under the weather on the NorCal trip, but it was yeah, a it was a week best. long. It was spring break. Like, you probably enjoyed yourself on that one, right? I think that was pretty fun, but I'd say the Lake Elsinore trip uh -huh. was pretty great. Cool ballpark. Yeah, yeah. Ballpark was great. The bus was great. The hotel was great. It was a good vibe. Okay. So the weather was good too. Vibes are high. <laughs> uh, well, I hope you guys have a great weekend. I hope there's some some uh, what award winning content out there for this yeah. weekend series uh if you're listening and you don't follow the the gauchos on instagram twitter or tiktok uh please do ucsb underscore baseball for all three yes for all three documentary series is coming Ooh. youtube on that youtube is, it's in the works yeah is that on ucsb athletics either that or we're looking to start perhaps a, se a separate channel just for baseball okay yeah. okay that's good to know i didn't know a documentary series coming documentary out. series is coming you got your hand in that too Brandy? I do not. Oh, you just gotta, you gotta uh, get in there a little bit. I know. <laughs> I mean, I think Patrick's got it, but we'll see. Okay. We'll, well see. Brandy and Patrick, uh, great work, and thanks Thank for your you. time, Thank and you uh, have fun this week. It's been yeah. a pleasure. Hey, Ferg. Hi, Kev. How you feeling today? Warm. Warm. Um, just so, like yesterday. Yeah. Well, yesterday I was baking. Baking. Today I'm just warm. Just warm. Um, okay. Still a little stiff. I gotta, gotta work through some body issues. Jesus hasn't got me right yet, um, but it's okay. <laughs> he's he's, he's new. He's new. <laughs> uh, well, I feel good today, Kev. Okay. Well, let's explain. Yeah. Let's let's explain why you're sore. Because you took the hill Thursday yeah. at practice yeah. to try and simulate Blaine Traxel's yeah. uh, motion yesterday. Pretty good outing, huh? I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I gave up one knock. I missed my spot. Didn't allow Clock, any runs. No runs. I got a little assist from Jesse Brown and Loud through a runner out. Did hit a couple guys, but I got up to 77 on the heater, uh, and I, I'm I'm gonna get 80 next time. So uh, it was good. Did you look at your? I did. Did my, you look at your motion or your my movement, movement on the on the plot? Yeah, yeah, my movement plot was okay. My slider was, was was pretty good. I had two squirrely ones that I, I hit the left handers with, but couple uh, doses. Couple doses, but I was trying to front door slider to them, so that's gonna happen sometimes. When you're not afraid to pitch in. 
Um, my fastball pot's a little over the, all over the place. I gotta tighten that up a little bit. But uh, like I said, I, I need a little tack, get some spin up, and I think that I can I can yeah. really get to where I need yeah. to go. And, For next time. And, and get to 80 and, and, uh, and really start to dominate. Yeah, a little work to do, yeah. a little work to do. Yeah. But I thought, I thought the simulation played out pretty well. For the guys yeah, yesterday, that kind of worked out because they got to Blaine and they struggled against Traxel last year. He won a complete game and struggled to stay back on the off speed. And as we saw yesterday, lots of slow stuff, lots of slow yeah. sliders, trying to nibble on the edge. And I thought the approaches were good early. I mean, maybe not in the, the first couple innings, but we started to figure it out. Yeah, and, and you know, we did it for that exact reason, just trying to simulate how hard it is to stay back on when when you just feel like man it's soft again soft again or even the fastball seems sort of soft and it's just such a change uh from what we normally see and so that's why i did it it, it was fun to do because the guys get a kick out of it but um it, it's really just to show them that they're capable of doing that which they they are it's just it's just different and so sometimes you have to do that and um, and I, I did. I thought they adjusted really well. It was the, the first inning wasn't wasn't perfect, but we we saw what he was going to do, and, and and then it was pretty clear that the plan was was correct, and and then that they attacked it after that. And just really proud of those guys for for not losing their uh, their focus and well, their, it and felt their commitment. Yeah, it, it, felt was, early. It, it was weird early, and you just don't expect that with with Silu and 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 you know we didn't score in the first couple and 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 just it's easy to get away from you in, in that scenario and they did and they just they just did a really good job I was just really proud to see that and, um we talk all the time about that commitment and the focus to do the thing that you know you're supposed to do and it's way easier said than done and and uh and hitting especially it's really hard because you just got so many variables in there and and uh, and just depends so much on how you felt the last pitch or the last at bat. And um, they just did a good job of, of pounding away, and, and obviously, you know, some good stuff happens, and then it snowballs, and um, and and so the, the you know the idea to simulate uh, is what we try and do anyway. We, we try to do it with machines or, or live arm based on who we're going to see, and the tracks all thing was just easier for for me to do it because it is so um, such a one off from from what you normally see. And you look at yesterday's game as a whole after the facts and you see both teams scored in seven innings there were only four zeros on the board there were 23 runs there were 30 something hits and it felt like one of those games like it's a it's a track beat in a football game where every possession points are being put up on the board or a basketball game where where everybody's hitting threes and and you're putting up 100 plus points yesterday felt like that on the baseball side where Every inning, it felt like they were base runners, and somehow they were going to score. Somehow a ball in the air is going to go over the fence, and the pitchers couldn't get a hold on, on either side. And I thought they did a good job. Gauchos did a good job against Braun. Hadn't given up a run mm-hmm. in his last 13 innings, and they got to him. I mean, the Kirtley at bat, the, uh, the Mortensen approach, the Willits approach, obviously Bryce. I wanted to get to Bryce today, but we are a little tardy getting in, and they had yeah. to get started. But uh, talk about his day yesterday, four for five double two home runs seven rbis in his first game back after missing about a month just so that's the part that's that it's not that bryce did that stuff because bryce is good right. um and we expected that and he was rolling before he got hurt it's just a step back in after being gone so long and just right. go exactly. bananas um it's just it's a testament to him i mean he's such a uh, hard-working kid and he's got a good really good brain for this um doesn't get too high or too low um, he's been itching to get back in there we played it pretty slow with him honestly like we probably could have played last weekend at least in some fashion and we just we're just trying to make sure we don't we don't rush him and and, uh, and take care of him and um, that was a pretty good time for him to come back and, and, and lead us and 
Uh, he's just he's just an awesome kid and a really good worker, and, and he he did the things that he's good at, which he worked so hard coming into the season on getting to the bottom of the ball and being able to elevate correctly. Um, he just you know he hit a lot of ground balls, you know, before in his career, and um, and he's, he makes a lot of contact. Uh, he really understands the game well. He just he had too many ground balls previously, so he worked so hard to get to the bottom and be able to elevate correctly, and you know to go massive, massive full side home run, a breaking ball left on left, but also go Abo Tank Linea. Yes, um, it's just it's cool. It's cool to see, man, and, and uh, it's fun when those when those guys that, that work so hard on doing something specific get to get to see it uh, pay off. Well, obviously, we talked about the weather and, and the conditions yesterday and the, and the small field at Northridge, but uh, similar conditions today, and it's not quite as hot, but it is a little breezy. Do you expect a similar approach, or are you anticipating a similar approach from you guys at the plate? Well, yeah. I mean, our approach doesn't really change. Our approach is not about, oh, the wind's blowing out, let's try and hit homers, or let's do that. We're always trying to get the ball in the air, which is cool. And, and, you know, there's a lot of misunderstanding of what that really means and, and we're trying to get the ball up and we're trying to hit the ball in the air but that just means not hit permanent ground balls really and, and so this you know yesterday played our strengths which is we can, we can drive the ball and, um, and so that's that doesn't change what, what our approach is usually about is what's the pitcher going to try and do to you and take that away right and not give into his plan and make him adjust to you and um, so that's always our challenge we don't really care about the conditions we feel like we can score in any any conditions um, but it certainly plays to our strengths, I think. So rain, rain, snow, sleet, heat. Yeah, I mean, you want to be able to handle that. Absolutely. Um, you just don't want to play in those other conditions. Um, so it's more fun <laughs> to do this. But um, yeah, our, our approach won't, won't change at all. We're trying to, trying to, you know, get pitches that are elevated and, and smash them, and and, uh, and and they'll go in the air if, if you do that. And um, it's it's not a complicated approach. It's hard to execute sometimes, but um, we won't change today at all. And a uh, chance to win the series today against Soderson. And he pitched well against Gauchos last year. So looking to, well, he uh, he pitched into the ninth last year in a Gaucho win. And uh, trying to keep the ball rolling, trying to win two and, and win the series today. Uh, any final thoughts before I sign off? Yeah, just, um, you know, I, I think I think our challenge uh, for our guys is, is sometimes when you have a day like that that's just weird is what's the next day's energy like. And, um, so I, I think you'll, you'll see uh, from us, um, a maturation, I think, is what we're really looking for as coaching staff is to see those guys be able to handle the good and the bad, right? And, and, uh, and the crazy and, and not have it affect them. Today's another day. It doesn't, nothing matters from yesterday other than you try and soak up that good feeling and, uh, and that vibe and, and, uh, and put, it, put it in your to your play today. And, um, you know, walk around knowing that you're great, uh, and we have the capability of being great, and we want to we want to walk around with that vibe so that we, we can try and execute accordingly. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens. Um, but I'm excited, the guys. Are, they got energy right now. They're excited, and um, well, I think we'll be in good shape. Okay, sounds good. Uh, have fun out there. Good luck, and uh, let's go get a win. Thanks, guys. Okay, we finally got you. Here I am. Good morning. Good morning. This is uh, this is Bryce Willits. You're um, you're pretty hot at the plate. Do you feel it? Do you feel? Is it you seeing it well? Is it like a? Is it like a grapefruit? Is it like a watermelon? Like what does it look like coming out of the hand? Yeah, I I, I think I'm just excited to be back. Yeah, I just been itching to get back for these last three weeks now, and it's just I don't know. I'm just enjoying it. I'm making the most out of it. So yeah, I'm I'm seeing the ball well, but but I'm just having some fun. So baseball's fun right now. Baseball is fun right baseball now. Baseball's fun right now, especially. Yeah, you, you missed, what, a month? 
a month of no baseball, and I was talking. I talked to Ferg. I uh, was that, that was yesterday, and he was he was singing your praises because it's hard to come back mm-hmm. after missing a month and and continue to swing the bat well. Have you had? A, well, you've had to deal with injuries in the past, so like, do you have a certain approach, or is it something that you're used to, or is it something that because you've dealt with it before, it doesn't really phase you? Um, I think it's just a matter of, of staying uh, consistent with the work, and no matter uh, if you're hurt or if you're healthy, uh, staying consistent with, with doing the same things and, and taking, the, taking BP the same way and practicing the same way as if I were in the lineup. Um, I don't know, kind of just have a new, new perspective on things. Um, last year, it felt like I was, I was kind of playing to uh, selfishly, trying to, uh, I don't know, make it to the next level, and that's kind of what was on the brain. And now I'm, I'm just out here just, just enjoying baseball again and, and just, I don't know, trying to win baseball games instead of really trying to... Sounds like there's some kind of freedom. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of freedom. Or is it maturity? It, it's, it's a little bit of both. I'm just... I'm out here just enjoying baseball again and then just trying to be with the team and trying to do, trying to win games with, with this team instead of uh, selfishly worrying about what I'm doing at the plate. So what about for, so Friday's game? Obviously you go four for five, you had a double two homers, mm-hmm. seven RBIs. First seven RBI game by a gaucho since 2016. Really? Austin Bush. Sweet. Big Bushy. Um, that game though, gauchos were trailing. And it felt like every inning they were going to score. They're coming from behind. And you come up in the eighth in a tie game against a lefty that no one knew a whole lot about. He was a true freshman. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, what's your approach at the plate? Like, how did you feel on Friday? Was it just, were you, like, unconscious? <laughs> or, like, was your, did you get lucky? Like, no, I mean, I... How do you describe a game like that? <laughs> I figured, I mean, in that at-bat in particular, they brought in the lefty to face me, and, and he hasn't pitched a whole lot this year, so I assumed he was pretty pretty stock lefty with the with the fastball and then trying to throw me a, a slider, curveball, um, and and he hung one, so, and uh, I took advantage of it. I wasn't really sitting anything, I was just, I saw it up, and I was, I was able to hammer it, but I don't know, that game was, it's kind of a blur now, it kind of, kind of went by pretty fast, and uh I don't know. It's easily the best game I've ever had in my career, so it was a, it was a fun one. Better than any games in like little league or summer uh, ball or. I couldn't tell you, but I, I've never <laughs> had a I've never had a a four hit two homer game. I'll tell okay. you that. Is there? I mean, you're probably gonna get hitter of the week. I guess that's the the third thing. There's the junior slugger, and then you graduate from junior slugger. I feel like there needs to be a third. A third tier, <laughs> right? Could we lobby the Ferg to get a third tier? A third tier for like hitter that? of the week. Uh, I mean, I mean, take that up with Ferg. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep trying to hit good, here. Good answer. <laughs> good answer. <laughs> okay, so Sunday, CSUN, We won the first two games. Got just came from behind on Friday. Matadors. I mean, one more inning, and maybe they come from behind yesterday. Because yeah. it was uh, Gauchos had a seven, seven nothing lead. Yeah. And, and Matadors kept fighting back. Uh, Gutierrez was great for the Gauchos, and Gutierrez was great for the Matadors. <laughs> so what do you expect coming into today's game? Uh, I expect a lot of what we've seen so far. It's a battle. I mean, we've we've come out on top in both these games, but, but it has not been easy, I'll tell you that. Yesterday felt like we were going to blow them out, and then they just kept inching back. So, I mean, you just got to keep the... Uh, the pedal down and and keep uh keep scoring let our pitchers do their thing it's it's gonna be a bloodbath it feels like today so 
So we're going to try to do what we did the last couple of days and just keep rolling. Cool. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, glad you're back. Glad yeah. you're feeling good at the plate. And uh, go get them to Appreciate it. Thanks, Bryce. Yeah. All right. Gauchos go 3-1 and one on the week after dropping Tuesday's game against Pepperdine. We're just going to mention that and move on because the weekend was very important. Gauchos sweep CSUN on the road. Uh, big conference implications, big RPI implications. And, of course, Gauchos with the three wins, they stay in first place in the conference. So 21-8 and eight overall, 10-2 and two in the Big West Conference. They sit in first place all alone. Cal Poly and Cal, and Cal State Bakersfield both tied in the loss column. So uh, with two wins each, Gouches have two wins. They have two wins. But Gouches with three more games have the 10 wins. Those two teams have seven. UC Irvine sits in third place at eight and four. So it's jam-packed up at the top uh, about halfway through the conference season. Um, but big weekend. Really big uh, showing by the Gauchos coming from behind on Friday. Hanging on to the lead on Saturday, and then Ryan Gallagher, who is your Big West Pitcher of the Week, uh, dousing the fire and throwing eight solid innings, a career high, allowing just four hits and one run, struck out five, uh, pitched through a lot of trouble, and this was really, it was a really gritty performance because Gauchos needed some help with the bullpen a little bit worn out, and Ryan gave us eight innings en route to the seven to one win. Blake Clawson hit a couple homers. Um, we'll get to some of the offensive figures and some more pitching figures later. But three and one week, all on the road. Couches will start a seven game home stretch starting this Thursday against UC San Diego. And ten and two, very strong start in their first twelve games. And the RPI points uh, jump up. They came into the weekend right around uh, 70 with the RPI, and that goes up to 49 heading into play on Monday. Uh, that might change Tuesday and Wednesday, not sure, but um, definitely a boost in the RPI standings, which is big moving forward. So good start, obviously. Coach Checks, he was uh, he was stressing all weekend. They was, those games were not easy, and I'm, I'm sure I was, I was stressed too uh, sitting up top and watching it sure the fans were as well but uh, it was not easy on Friday and Saturday and there were some big performances out there by the Gauchos there was some clutch pitching some clutch defense and of course some clutch hitting and anytime you when you come from behind uh, everybody looks at the offense but I don't know Michael Rice on Friday with those zeros that he put up in the sixth and the seventh which allowed the Gauchos to tie the game and and sway the momentum and then the Bryce Wilts homer in the eighth uh, you know, can't forget about the pitching. Even in those games where it's a thirteen to ten, everybody's scoring in every inning. Friday it was fourteen of the eighteen innings played, half innings played. There were runs scored. It was just a wild afternoon. It was a hundred degrees. The wind was blowing straight out. It was just one of those days. And Gauchos wound it up on top uh, to get the win and move forward through the weekends with the sweep. So I know we're only halfway through the year, but D1Baseball.com projects the Gauchos to be in the Lubbock Regional. So 
they have their eyes on UCSB making the playoffs once again. And it's up to the Gauchos to continue to be playing good baseball and winning series and pushing for that conference title. Um, some highlights of the week, some top performances. Of course, Ryan Gallagher, as I mentioned, Big West Pitcher of the Week in a week that was really dominated by offense across the conference. I know Thorpe for Cal Poly, he went seven, allowed just one run on Friday, but Gallagher, I mean, his performance, it, it solidified the sweep. It was eight innings. It was uh, an important game against CSUN, who had won back-to-back series against Long Beach and UC Irvine. So it was uh, a, a big performance for Gallagher to be able to shut down the Matador offense on Sunday. Again, eight innings, four hits, one run, five Ks, en route to his third win. So shout-out to Mr. Gallagher. Also, a couple other pitching shout-outs. I mentioned Michael Rice who threw up the zeros that were super important on Friday, but Brady Huddleston late call up for the series with Hattie staying home with the illness. Huddy comes in, hasn't thrown that much this year, gets the save on Saturday inning and two thirds. He only faced four batters because the first batter he faced, it was a strike him out, throw him out double play on a three, two pitch with one out and then went one, two, three in the ninth. So Brady, Gets his first Division One save, which solidified the series win for the Gauchos. And Mikey Gutierrez, who started that game on Saturday, got the win, helped preserve the bullpen with six and two-thirds. Um, a clutch performance as well from Mikey Gutierrez. So on a weekend where it felt like the bullpen needed a little respite, weekend starter showed up, made big pitches, pitched out of trouble, pitched deep into the game, and combined for 14 and two-thirds innings on Saturday and Sunday, and I don't know, it's just, it's important. When you get a little bit of a sense that your bullpen is is maybe a little bit tired, fatigued, and you're relying on those starters to, to get you through the weekend, and they showed up and did just that. Now on the offensive side, Bryce Willits, he wasn't awarded Big West Hitter of the Week, but he was the hitter of the week for the Gauchos historical game on Friday. First Gaucho with seven RBIs since Austin Bush in 2016, four for five, a double two home runs for the week. Bryce hit 538. He slugged 1077. It was just a, a monstrous week for Bryce Willits coming back from injury. He missed some time. You heard him earlier talk about his, uh, his desire to return and, and being patient and, and trying to change his approach about the way he's going about his business on an everyday basis. And it's a really mature approach, and it really showed coming back after missing some time. So where would the Gauchos be without Bryce Willits this weekend? He was massive at the plate. Gauchos hit 308 for the weekend as a team. They had seven home runs. They were six and six for six in stolen bases. On Friday, I mentioned they scored in seven straight innings from the third to the ninth. And they came from behind to win game one. They were down, uh, it was, I think it was 7-3 to three at one point. Um, they were able to execute, get a one in the ninth inning on Saturday. They led early, 7 nothing, right after the third inning. And Matadors kept fighting back, kept fighting back, chipping away, chipping away. It felt like the momentum was all in the Matador dugout. And then the Kirtley reaches first. 
Johnson hit and run or run and hit, doubles down the left field line, scores curtly from first, and find got just find a way to get it done, and that really kind of doused the the energy on the other side of the of the of the, of the field with CSUN, and it was Brady Huddleston that came in and shut the door. So I thought that was a big moment on Saturday with the Gauchos getting that run in the ninth to kind of stop the bleeding. Uh, big moments overall. I mean, there are quite a few of them. Willits, three-run homer in the eighth in a tie game. It was 8-8. Gauchos had come back. They tied it on the Mortensen homer. And Bryce, against a lefty, comes in, goes up over the scoreboard, second home run of the day to give them a three-run lead, 11-8. In Sunday's game, Gallagher in the fourth inning, he had retired the first nine batters. He was cruising through three, runs into trouble, loads the bases with nobody out, winds up only allowing just the one run, which tied the game, and didn't look back after that, didn't allow any more runs. And, I mean, the only run scored on a wild pitch. So, you know, he really dug deep, got out of that fourth, and the Gauchos tacked on after that. Let's see. Uh, the strikeout, throw him out, double play in the eighth on Saturday. I mentioned that. I thought that was huge because uh, Theroneau stays at first. You know, the inning continues. If he steals second base, the inning continues. But Newman, a strong throw to get the runner trying to steal. Um, there were some other heads-up plays like Newman on a wild pitch earlier in the game. Runner's trying to go first to third. He throws him out of third base. There was a, a infield single on the le- on the right side with Willow diving in the outfield grass. Runner was trying to go first to third. Jason heads up, t- gets up, spins around, throws a strike to Willits over at uh first base or at third base. I mean, those are those are big plays and they were making those kinds of plays uh all weekend long. And then uh, a couple more things on the offensive side as far as uh guys who did well on the weekend. It was Blake Clawson, two home runs on Sunday. He hit 313 for the weekend. He had a double, four ribbies. Christian Kirtley, 417, a double, a homer, way out of here, up over the center field wall, up over the batter's eye. John Newman, four for 11, hitting 364 for the week. And, of course, Kyle Johnson, another good weekend, five for 15 with two doubles. He had that big RBI in the ninth inning. On Saturday, also Jordan Sprinkle hit a homer, uh, hit 300 for the week. He drove in five. He had a clutch uh, sacrifice fly that gave the Gauchos the lead on Sunday. So uh, lots of good things offensively, of course. And then we we mentioned the pitching earlier. Although they gave up some runs, but did enough to help the team win and made pitches when they had to, and got three wins. And at this point, wins are most important. I mean, you're trying to win the game, of course, but this juncture of the season against a tough opponent in conference um, and getting the sweep is just paramount. So 10-2, and two, Gauchos in first place. Next weekend, hosting UC San Diego. Again, that's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, with Easter being on Sunday. So 5.30 Thursday night, game one, 5.30 Friday night, and then 1 o'clock on Saturday. Then it's UCLA and then Long Beach State. So that's what's on tap. We want to thank uh, the interviews over the weekend. I thought the social media team was great. They've been putting out some great content, so thank you to Brandy and Patrick 
And then Coach Ferg, um, how can I describe Coach Ferg? Eloquent, as always. Uh, we'll work on that fastball. And then Bryce, um, great approach all weekend and a big game on Friday, big weekend. So hopefully he keeps swinging the bat. Good to have him and Clausen back in the lineup. All right, hope you enjoyed the podcast. I uh, hope you tuned in the games over the weekends. Hope to see you out at Caesar Wasaka Stadium for these three, uh, these next seven games, three games this weekend. Uh, we want to thank our sponsors, Kyle's Kitchen and Smart Office Interiors, for their support. And uh, that's going to wrap things up. So, my name is Kevin Cannon. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll see you at the yard.